For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Romans 14, 8. Kia ora, everybody. Welcome to Fill Me In, a Redeemer Church podcast. Did you know that we are the 99th most popular podcast among Kiwis on Spotify at the moment? That's amazing. Wow. So good. I'm here with uh, I'm here with Caleb. He's helping me out a bit today. Kia ora. Good to, good to have you, man. And a uh, big shalom to all of you who are called to know Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we're here with we're here with Jamie. How you going, Jamie? Good, thank you. How are you? Good, yeah, I'm, I'm doing terrific. Good to have you with us today. Jamie is uh, a Christian. She's here to talk with us a bit about her story and how all that's come about to be. But maybe just introduce yourself, Jamie. Um, what, what are the essentials that we need to know? Sure. Um, my name is Jamie Hill. I am 26. I am married to Brandon. We've been married for over two years now. Um, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for five or six years. Sweet. Grew up in Rotorua. Live in Tauranga now. Love it. Yeah. And you're a Christian. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm a Christian. That's great. Tell me about your Christian life currently. Um... Well, we attend Redeemer Church. We've been doing that for about two and a half years now. Um, we serve in various ministries, Brandon and I. Um, we're deacons at Redeemer as well. Um, yeah. You guys pretty it. much run the whole ship. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no, we, we love it. We, As Rich said last week, we're happy to die here. <laughs> yeah. We love Tauranga and we love Redeemer. So good. You guys are on the music? Well, you're on the music? I'm on the music, mm-hmm. yeah. You do the hospitality stuff? I do, yes. Um, Brandon does a lot of the logistics, like behind the scenes. He does. Creative design and the planning of church services. I do dabble in a bit of the cleaning roster as well. Yeah. Keeping those toilets fresh. Um, if you guys were raptured, the entire church would implode. <laughs> <laughs> it'd just, it'd just be, it'd just be all the people left behind would, yeah, just would, would be struggling. Cool. And so, obviously, the point of this podcast is that um, we're, to- we're talking to Christians. We're talking to people though who weren't raised with Christianity, and um, that's you. So, um, I guess we know where you are now, but mm-hmm. could we think back to maybe your maybe your childhood mm-hmm. um, and Maybe even what what were your first encounters with Christianity like? Or what were your first impressions of it? If you could sort of yeah, fill us in on that. Totally. Yeah. So I grew up um, in a non-Christian home, very secular. Um, I had, I'd say my each of my grandmothers probably had an upbringing, sort of Christian, sort of Catholic, quite just traditional and very strict. Mm. So I think um, each of my parents might have just gone away from that just because it sounded like a bunch of rules and not... Sure. Yeah, a, a faith. Sure. Um, so when I stayed at my grandmother's, she would pray with me yeah. um, before I went to sleep. I think I just enjoyed that more because she would pray for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is fun. She's praying about me. Um, a little selfish guy. Um, but yeah, so nothing really growing up. Yeah. Um, like my first ever introduction to Christianity, very random. I was 12 years old. This um, girl had just moved from South Africa. She was a new girl in our class. And during lunchtime, she just came up to me and said, I have a Bible in my bag. Do you want to read it with me? That's awesome. Right? That's so So weird. So you're 12. What year at school were you? um, Eight. Year eight? Yeah, eight. What was the school? Um, Rotorua Intermediate. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a very secular school. Right. (laughs) But yeah, so she sat down with me, whipped it out of her bag. I wish I remember what passage we read. 
Um, but it was just so random. I mm. like the Lord totally prompted me to be like, say yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you know she was a Christian before this? Um, no, I think it must have been like her first week here or something. So man, brave. Yeah, totally. It was just like super normal for her, it seems. And then yeah, she like I think just invited me to church with her family. And I again, the Lord made me say yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you've met this girl, mm-hmm. you're reading the Bible in the playground, you go on mm. to church. So presumably you haven't been to church a bunch before. I've never been to church. So no. how did you first find that? Um, yeah, really cool actually, which is another, such a strange concept. Like I went with another friend, we had a sleepover and we arrived at church late. This was, yeah, started at 10 at Fenton Park Bible Church in Rotorua. Um, arrived late, worship was already happening. The whole place was packed. Um, so we found chairs like right at the back of the right. auditorium or whatever, and we couldn't see any of the words or anything. So I stood up on these chairs, which you totally should. <laughs> I were just looking back like, whoa, those girls are Oh, no, you're young. Confident. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. But I just remember, and it was like such an amazing moment to remember, just like looking out on all these people, like kind of creepily staring at them, like <laughs> they're singing their hearts out and just smiles on their faces, like so joyful. And I was like, I don't remember what song it was. I was like, I want to know this God that these people are just yeah. so happy to sing to and just like love so much. So I'm so thankful that the Lord, you know, prompted me in that way and just kept that on my heart for all these years. Just like yeah. that's such an experience not many people have. Just seeing a hundred, two hundred people just go crazy, you know, just yeah. singing their hearts out. So that was really beautiful. That's awesome. If you're a listener to the podcast, uh, feel free to message in on uh, this episode guessing what the song was. I know. And we will work out. Or was I bet it was Ancient of Days. Oh, it's <laughs> it's got to be Ancient. Yeah, of Days. Bet it was Ancient song. of Days. Absolutely, yeah. it was Ancient of Days. <laughs> the old school one, though, not the new one, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, the new school one is it's serious and it's good, but it's yeah. not happy. <laughs> no, no, the old one is happy. Yeah. It was definitely a happy, upbeat song. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so. So you you arrive. Mm-hmm. That's your your first encounter with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what sort of happened from there as it progressed? Did, were you coming along regularly after that, or what sort of happened after that? I think from what I can remember, I just went with um, this girl and her family when I stayed at their house. Um, so I don't think I went every week, but I yeah would just go to church with them every so often with her and her parents and her little sister, which was yeah awesome. Such. Mm so kind of them to you know yeah. bring me along so totally do you remember when you first heard the gospel um i thought about this and i can't pinpoint like an exact time or place or person mm-hmm. that just laid it out um you know from church or from youth group or anything like that i think it just has been a progress a progressive mm. kind of understanding more and more of it and with different people kind of chucking things at me yeah not like a you know this guy at this time at yeah. this church preached this message i feel like with a lot of people it's like that hey yeah can't pinpoint it. Is that similar with you yeah for sure like i mean like i, I grew up in the in the, in the church and, yeah and the bible and, and christianity and stuff like mm. that so like very much so it's not that kind of like aha like you know sort yeah. of moment where i sort of like heard the gospel i think like if there was any sort of aha moment i was actually by myself sitting in the bathtub so like, yeah, like <laughs> very, 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 yeah, definitely not like a they shared the yeah. gospel and I have yes. you know, sort of moments yeah. like not if you're in the bathtub yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure um, do, you, do you remember maybe particular moments mm-hmm. like so yeah you say your conversion wasn't this mm-hmm. one decisive moment necessarily but 
there must have been times, you know, growing up in a uh, secular mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. going along to a school where majority of people wouldn't be Christian, mm-hmm. and you'd be sort of gleaning that way of looking at things. Were there moments, um, I guess, through hanging out with your friend or hanging out with church people where you kind of realised, wow, these people look at certain things differently? Mm-hmm. Or had you maybe not formed much of an opinion at that age? I'd probably say the second thing, mm. I think, because I was so young, like 13, 14, 15 kind of thing, my faith was still very simple. Yeah. Um, so, I d- yeah, I can't think of anything super intense, but I think yeah. just seeing how people lived that was so different to how I thought life was, I think that was really important for me, just the different role models and people mm. that the Lord placed in my life to emulate in a way like yeah you see how they're raising their kids or they're treating their spouse or they're not watching certain things Mm. like i think for me when i first became a christian it was like i needed to read you know i didn't know what the bible was Mm. right i had to start there but then also i had the way i was living my life just wasn't christian so learning a whole worldview a whole bible like a whole attitude change yeah like it just took time and yeah yeah that's that's one thing i've always sort of wanted because like i said like you know grew up in the church mm-hmm. and like so doing right things was holiness and righteousness doing mm-hmm. wrong things was sin and wrong right. and god yeah. and the framework and everything exists because god made it that was the framework for the mm-hmm. whole worldview always mm-hmm. what 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 framework did you kind of grow up in like what was mm-hmm. the basis of right and wrong right. why we're here and things like that as far as you can remember before um, you kind of came to faith hmm. that's a good question it was just very secular like I could just watch whatever I wanted to watch mm. um I think my personality I'm quite like a goody two-shoes so sure, sure. I would I wouldn't do things because I just knew I'd get in trouble sure. right. I would um be told off I don't like when people raise their voices at me mm. I'm quite mm. a people pleaser so I think I just lived my life pleasing my parents um but yeah me and my sister could kind of watch what we wanted to watch mm. um I remember just yeah watching super inappropriate cartoons or just super inappropriate <laughs> movies and now looking back going oh my goodness like lord willing if i have kids i don't want them to be watching right, that at, yeah. at you know six seven eight years old so yeah so so there you were you're young you're mm-hmm. a young teenager you're you know going along to church with friends and now here you are um basically running a church and uh, heavily heavily involved yeah. in the church uh, keen christian yeah um so along the way that you know, you've already mentioned it a bit, but let's let's delve into that a bit more. Mm. There must have been people um, who stick out to you mm. as as key people and encouraging you, yeah. um, speaking into your life. Um, can you talk to us a bit about those people? Definitely, yeah. So in kind of my friend group, it's so crazy when I guess when I sort of started hearing about Christianity people just ended up popping into my life that were already in my life that were like, oh, I'm a Christian too. Oh, wow. And it was so amazing. Yeah. Um, Christians everywhere. Yeah, actually, <laughs> just... which is very uncommon, right? Like um, <laughs> my two best friends, Jess and Mal Hall, are twins. Okay. I've known them since we were in kindergarten. Um, I just remember them being like, oh, hey, we believe that too. It's like <laughs> we go to a different church, but we're Christians. And I was That's just like, awesome. what? That's so cool. That's so, so good. Growing up with oh, them, good. yeah. And just being able to learn from them. They, mm-hmm. I... I have actually a memory of you, Philip, kind of, we were at maybe yours and Haley Joy's house talking about, like, I want to say probably Calvinism to be fair. Probably. <laughs> and I remember we drove to like the movie store to grab a movie 
and I remember in the car I was driving them and I said you know how Philip is talking about Calvinism like what on earth is that like stuff like that so I could go to them being like okay we just had a really intense conversation but I don't really know much of what was being said you know because I'm still trying to learn all of that yeah. stuff so though them just like being my age and being my best friends I knew I could trust them and go mm. to them with like what does tearing the veil mean what yeah. does Jesus as God mean mm. or what is the Trinity wow. and stuff like that so and I'm still they're still some awesome. of my best friends today um my youth group leader when I started going to youth group um her name's Katie Peden um she was monumental for my faith mm. um she yeah would mm. pray for me yep. she would text me when I wasn't at youth group saying <laughs> where are you but also I'm praying for you I hope you can come um because I was still, you know, just dabbling and trying to get kind of get my parents on board for letting me go to youth group sure. and late night things and stuff like that. So she was always there to encourage me, to teach me. I feel so terrible. I was I was such an awful teenager, and she was she's so faithful and so committed to all of us. Um, she yeah, she was my Christian mum, and wow. I have so much love and respect for her and just her faithfulness. Mm. Her and Dan just letting me into their home. They're all awesome, the time. Mate. Yeah, yeah, especially like they were freshly married yeah and just having you know like youth group girls over hanging out like it was so awesome just yeah, yeah. um it's encouraging like i know them as well given that yeah. my wife is her little sister <laughs> but it is cool just watching them in the various seasons of life yeah. continue to be faithful you Absolutely. know like you know they're in their early 20s and they're being faithfully christian in that season yeah. um you know doing hospitable things mm -hmm. and having people in their home and mm -hmm. you know talking to them and reaching out and that kind of thing and they still do all of that but yeah. also just watching them enter like a different stage of life that they're in now and just watching how faithfulness looks there too they're an awesome couple Absolutely. they're very cool people yeah um i would say you and Haley joy as well were very especially as i yeah. got older <laughs> shout out um <laughs> like i think i spent 90 percent of 2018 at your house and I'm very sorry. Like, yeah. I probably should. <laughs> like, I should have given you guys this fair. Mostly to hang out with Hayley. Yeah. No offense. Um, so the rent is due. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah, what we got yeah. you here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a microphone. <laughs> yeah. And that was a year Piper was born as well. Yeah. So even just being able to just be a part of your guys' lives and see how you did marriage and how you did mm. raising a child and how you guys were heavily involved in ministry as well. And just being, I think for me, a lot of, what really has encouraged me is just seeing people, everyday people, ordinary people, but just faithful Christians opening their homes, just being so kind and caring. Like, it's not very common for you to just have so many people yeah. around you. I think Rich was saying that last week, especially in, like, the you guys were early married, so were Katie and Dan. Like, yeah. just opening your homes is... It's a challenge, but it's you reap the fruit of it. Mm. For sure. Mm. It's a challenge and also a ton of fun at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, you gotta, you got to make it happen, but when you do, it's, it's so rewarding. I, yeah. I feel like it's often easier. Um, like, as Christians, you know you're supposed to be hospitable. Like, mm. it's, it's commanded, mm -hmm. you know, Paul and Romans and Hebrews as well, be hospitable. And it can be one of those things I feel, sometimes if you're just not in the mood for it, you can go through a season where you just never make it happen for a long period of time yeah. but I always find when I do I walk away going that was great yeah, <laughs> you totally. know so good why don't I do this, why don't I do this more yeah, often yeah yeah, yeah 100% 100% um, no totally that's really great I think the only thing about your story that I doubt is I 100% would not have been talking to you about Calvinism um, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that does not sound like no. me at all <laughs> no, no, it was totally I definitely me. remember asking them yes. about <laughs> Calvinism <laughs> I bet that is definitely true 
Um, so you've talked about people that you've met and people that God has placed sort of in your sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there people that you'd say you've never met them, but um, through maybe the internet or through mm-hmm. their writings or through their their sermons mm-hmm. or, or whatever, what have you, um, that have been helpful to you and that you've gleaned a lot from? Oh, totally. Yeah. Like the likes of John Piper, mm-hmm. even just his Ask Pastor John Mm. little snippets have been so helpful definitely Matt and Lauren Chandler cool um Jen Wilkin mm. yeah um Sam Storms awesome um gosh I'm struggling to all of those good people yeah <laughs> no, that's great it's a solid list yeah, yeah no totally cool. totally great great people oh Francis Chan nice that one too. Yeah. That was bit great. of crazy love yeah, yeah love crazy love yeah so good we, we've talked I guess about some of the um so, some of the the positive moments and I guess ways that God's really blessed you and, and mm-hmm. things that I guess you're, you're quite happy with how that panned out. Are there any things that I guess looking back, because how, how long would you say you've been a Christian, I guess? Um, probably about 10 years. Right. So, so that's, that's a fair amount of time into the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so are there things that you would look back and go, ah, I wish I did that different or mm-hmm. wish that had been different? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely wish I... And I still hope I have time to do this, but pursue conversations about my faith with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I first became a Christian, I felt more confident talking to them about it because it was new and fresh, and mm. they had questions about like, what is how late do you have to stay at youth group? What are you <laughs> doing on a Sunday afternoon? Right. Um, all of that, and I just have memories of them asking me about Christianity and me mm. just not having. A grasp on it myself to give a good answer yeah um so i do struggle with just thinking back on that and now i think um as time's passed and i'm quite independent as well yeah. you know, i'm married we live in a different city i find it hard to strike up conversations with them so i pray that i can do that better yeah i think my time at university as well um I moved from Rotorua to Palmerston North, kind mm. of on my own, um, with not really any Christian friends. Right. Or I had a recommendation of a church, which I went to, but I wasn't going every week. I didn't serve at all. I, you know, I got busy with studies and, and hanging out with friends and um, didn't really put myself in the best situations just in terms of having a Christian influence. Right. Um, so I lived with... Um, non-christians and that which i mean i loved it and i totally don't regret that but just not having as much of an avenue as i did in rotorua to yeah just hang out i had great um life group leaders and um that but i just didn't invest enough into that church so i just kind of left being like ah that happened Mm. i'm gonna go home now and go back to church you know so i do regret because that would have been a great time when you're just studying full-time to a bit more time and energy into reading your bible and yeah um deepening your faith and that so yeah 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 along the sort of similar lines of like things you might have done differently were there mm. been things like for you like coming into christianity understanding church christian practice theologies like have there been any like any things that for you in particular have been challenges for you to kind of uh, embrace or, or learn about or understand mm. particular points of theology or Christian practice that were a, a particularly difficult sort of transition for you? Or? Yeah, definitely. I have um, I have such a vivid memory of asking one of my small group leaders if I'm a Christian because I still sin. Yeah. Wow. And I just yeah. remember being like, but I'm still a sinner. Like yeah. I'm still sinning every day. 
like I'm not a Christian because mm. of that. And I'm like, mm. why do I still sin? She's like, mm. you're always going to sin um, and you're always going to have to struggle with that. Mm. And that was so hard for me. I just wow. thought when you became a Christian, life was great yeah. and, you know, yeah. you just got better at it yeah. and it came, you know, just on like clouds right. and yeah. unicorns and yeah. So that was so challenging wow. for me just to right. know, like, no, you actively have to change your heart and you have to read the Bible and... It's not just an overnight, yeah. you're good girl kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, can often, I guess, underestimate how intense indwelling sin is. Oh, 100%. And, you know, obviously there is one sense in which it's completely true. Like God is sanctifying you mm-hmm. and, and it is a work that he's doing. Mm-hmm. But um, in that, it's not something that we just passively yeah. glide into either. Yeah. Like we experience it as putting to death the deeds of the body and mm-hmm. it's hard. And you'll mm-hmm. find yourself, you know, feeling capable of evil that you weren't aware of yeah. you know and it's totally. it's yeah i think a lot of people go into it yeah um maybe even maybe even from like a reformed kind of point of view where people say you know regeneration means that you're changed and your mm-hmm. desires mm-hmm. change and like that is true like mm-hmm. that's certainly true but mm-hmm. like it's not the whole truth yeah um, yeah yeah for sure well you mentioned um reading the bible there so mm-hmm. it'd be a good thing mm-hmm. to talk about that all christians should be reading the bible yeah. it should be a regular uh, habit if you're listening and you're a Christian and you don't highly recommend it it's it's great it'll change your life um, how do you go about that and yeah could, could we could you speak into how that sort of works sure. in your world yeah I mean my first bible was my mum's like good news kind yeah. of bible that she got when she was little it had her name in the front and that um, so I remember first opening I just assumed you read it like a book yeah. you know what I mean so oh, you I can. <laughs> so like I just started in Genesis and like it was pretty hardcore coming from like no knowledge of the bible oh, yeah just being like that um is that not incest you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it is incest yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that was <laughs> that was we've got like, the subtitle of this episode <laughs> yeah, yeah is that not incest <laughs> Which is, yeah, like, I had no, I was like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do, I guess, so. Wait, read like, the not, Bible. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Read, the Bible. Wow. read the Bible, not in CS, stop yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Like, I need, yeah. Different, and, different ways of reading. Sorry, yeah. 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 It's not yes. all, like, literal. What yeah. You yes, no, no, no. It's not all that's an imperative. I guess yeah. I must yeah. just start here with Genesis. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, I guess... And then I was encouraged by, you know, friends. Maybe started Matthew. (laughs) So did that. I got my Katie Pete and gave him my first Bible, um, which is like a life application study Bible. Um, I got some little notes in there. Yeah, I actually need to grab it from my parents' house just to see the progression. But um, I try to read my Bible every day. Mm. I dabble in different. You know, I'll, I'll do a year plan and then I might just slow it down a bit and just read the New Testament. That's awesome. Um, now, part of what I, I am wanting to get into some of these podcasts is just to throw some rapid fire questions out <laughs> to people. Um, I mean, the aim is to have it relatively short answers, but if you've got a lot to say, just <laughs> just follow your truth, you know, follow your heart. Oh, gosh. Let's go. So, rapid fire round. Um, favorite book of the Bible? James. Why? That's my bad. There's a second, yeah. No, it is rapid, yeah. It's practical, but also just gospel driven. Mm. Um, I I like it. What a solid answer. That was so good. That's great. Uh, What's your favorite Christian song? In Christ Alone. Great. I Mm. love that song. That's going to be one of the ones from our time that Mm. they'll sing in 500 years. Mm. Mm. I've got like maybe three that I'm aware of from about now. That one will totally make the cut. What's your what's your life verse, Jamie? Um, I don't know what that is, but I 
on my Instagram bio, I do have Ephesians 2, 4 to 5. That's a great verse. <laughs> but because of the great love with which you loved us and made us alive. Yes. Even when we were dead in a yes. trespassing and sins. That's great. I think that's a really good way of translating what a generation above me means by life verse into, mm. like, just... Uh, you, you ask, what verse would you have in your bio? Yeah, it's, your bio. Uh, it's your bio. It's your bio. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. That's that's your life verse. Totally. Yeah. We, full disclosure, before this podcast, we asked Jamie what her life verse was, and she said she didn't know what that meant, and that's cool. I don't have a life verse um, either, so that, that's totally fine. Uh, what's your favorite Christian book outside the Bible? Oh, gosh. Um... Oh, goodness me. Um... Enjoying God by Tim Chester mm. or Desiring God by John Piper. What do you like about those books, Jamie? <laughs> um, well, you know, the name says it all. Yeah. Um, Tim Chester's book is very um, practical in a sense on how to enjoy God more, um, obviously through scripture and prayer, but also just, yeah, practical things you can do and... and think about and john piper's book is it's just a classic mm-hmm. um, helps kind of move your emotions to love god with all your heart because mm. that's what he desires of you it's yeah. inspirational way. yeah mm. are you a christian hedonist jamie yes yeah you satisfied in god <laughs> yeah. yes love it so good what's your uh, favorite thing about your church the people great yes good answer. <laughs> that means you so good all right, well, that's been another episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of Fill Me In. We are a Redeemer uh, Church podcast. Come down, check us out. We're on 2nd Ave every Sunday at 10.30. Our website is www.redeemerchurch.org.nz. We will see you next time. Grace and peace to you. Every time I